Well, good morning for those of you who just joined. Um, Natalie and I were invited in to speak with Corey Lindley yesterday. And um, we just love that guy. Um, it was so, so good to connect. Um, we also got to chat with Emily Wright, Greg Cook, Dr. Hill. Um, we are in such good hands. Um, and I have to tell you that the office, home office is just buzzing with excitement for convention. So we are at the one week countdown, if you can believe it. And <clears throat> man, everyone is talking about MetaPower and the results they're getting. They're showing pictures, they're showing um, such incredible results. Um, so uh, I don't know, I probably can't share too much, but everyone is looking amazing, feeling amazing. Uh, Greg kept talking about um, all the people who are telling him his skin looks amazing. Um, <laughs> My Zoom just told me my internet connection is unstable, so I am choosing to be grateful for stable internet in advance. Um, okay, so post in the comments, what are you guys most excited for uh, with regards to convention? What is it that... Um, that you just are giddy with excitement for. Go ahead and post in the comments what it is that you're most looking forward to. <laughs> Marie, being live in person. Andrea, the emotions training. Bonnie, seeing everyone. Um, Mary also says new the products, helping with weight loss. Love it. Yes, the workshops, the training, the Terra Talks, the new products. The new products definitely are a showstopper, right? Like this year. And the good morning, Tiff. How are you doing? I think you might be muted. Um, yeah, the new products definitely um, are going to be off the hook. The owners have repeatedly said, this will be the single largest, pro largest product launch in the history of direct sales. So if this were like a baby company that were launching a similar product, you know, you might see a, a cool little drive in sales, but because doTERRA is already the single largest direct sales company in America, um, then for us to add a product like this, it's just going to be, it's going to be off the hook. So it's going to be great. Tiff, can we hear you now? I think so. There you are. Hi, Hi. good morning. It's so good to see you again. I know. Good to see you guys too. Tiff and Brett came over the other night with a group of friends and we just had such a great little time. <clears throat> yes. I love, uh, <laughs> I love they all got strapped in from the ceiling and got to, you know, fly around the room. That is an amazing swing. So 
we yes. had such a good time. The house is looking so beautiful and coming along and your landscaping. I was like, oh, I love this. So last night, uh, so yesterday, uh, the kids and I put up some landscape lights, just those little solar power ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Nat and I walked around the yard after the sun went down and it was pretty cool, pretty magical. Because there's yeah. no street lights up here, right? It's just, just you and the okay. sky. So pretty fun to be in nature. And like that. Dave Sterling said, you can't improve on nature. In fact, it's pretty hard to improve on nature, isn't it? Like yeah. it sets the bar pretty high. So on Facebook, we have uh, Lynn, who's excited about hearing all the science on MetaPower. Buckle up for that. Uh, Corey was giving us a sneak peek about some of that. And um, it's going to be phenomenal. Like, what company launches a product and already has all the research, you know, double blind, you know, placebo, all ready and, and ready to present when they launch the new product, right? It's so, so amazing. And then Valerie is looking forward to seeing her crossline friends. How many of you are excited to reconnect with? buddies and upline downline crossline right like oh, that yeah. just fills my cup so many people and i just heard that we've got a group coming over from australia um natalie got down to australia for their leadership event but i haven't seen those friends in like three years um and then we also have some our friends from uh, germany who live in cyprus now they're coming Gonna stay with us for a few days. So excited to reconnect with dear friends. So good. So good to be together. It's just like, oh, so yeah. So good. What else are you looking for at a convention? Well, I'm in the same boat. I'm excited to hear all about these new products, right? I've been seeing them seeded by different people out there and hearing about them, and they sound pretty like cutting edge in terms of what they're launching and what they're you know, have been creating. So that's always fun. It's kind of one of those things like every year, it almost doesn't matter whatever they're going to launch. I'm like, I need the convention box, just bill it to me, you know, <laughs> send it to me, I'll pick it up, whatever. Um, they always just put together such a great package. And this year, especially, it just sounds like that sounds, ooh, but I'm with you. I just think, you know, being back in person too, and seeing people and connecting and live. I mean, there's nothing like live, right? I'm so grateful for technology. It's so cool. It's how we're obviously connected every single week and thankful for that. And seeing people in live time and spending time together. And yeah, I think that makes such a difference. So totally. Uh, this is exactly what the field needs right now, right? Yeah. It's just like a great, you know, infusion of good energy. Yeah. It's like you get educated, you get inspired, you get connected, you catch big vision, right? That's one of the things that I love about our friendship, Andy, and spending time with you and your sweet wife is like, Natalie and I were talking about this a little bit the other night when we were all together was coming back, the practice of coming back to vision and to creation, right? Especially when things aren't working out and, and, and as you would like, or as timely as you'd like. And, you know, 
that's just so human. We were talking about different aspects of life in the house and just but the applicable principle to that. And mm-hmm. so it's just like oh, how powerful it is when we allow ourselves to come back to, you know, vision and being in that space of like, oh, let's renew that. So I think for me, that's a big mm-hmm. part of what this gathering does every year. Totally. It's like the kind of family reunion that you actually look forward to. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Charlotte's asking if we can give one more tidbit about MetaPower. So, um, <clears throat> so we were sitting with Corey Lindley yesterday. Nev and I went into HQ and uh, I was like, all right, Corey, you guys have teased that we're gonna be able to make claims, right? Because you have the, the research already done that, you know, just like with the deep blue rub, um, the, the, the deep blue stick that came out as a, an over-the-counter uh, prescription, we could say arthritis, we could put it out there that this will, you know, make a huge shift in your health. And I was like, so with MetaPower, what are some of the claims that we can make? And he was like, oh gosh. I, you know, how do, where do I even start? He's like the first thing, and, he, and he's been wearing a continuous glucose monitor, uh, just like most of the owners, and Natalie and I did too. And he said, you know, we all know that um, glucose spikes are, are so bad for our health. Um, it's, it's one of the leading causes of, of accelerated aging. So if you wanna slow down the aging process, you need to take the top off your glucose spikes. And the obvious way to do that is to not eat any sweeteners or carbs, right? Which is just tricky. And, but there are a lot of other causes too. Stress, I was talking to Greg Cook and stress actually causes more glucose spikes for him than any food that he could eat, Mm. which I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. So, so he said, based on our research, we will be able to say that you can take 15% off of your glucose spikes. So your peaks are no longer peaks. They're just little upward curves that go away. And that's a pretty big deal. Like that is, oh man, I I just get giddy thinking about, yeah, Gwen, it does feel like Christmas Um, because the, the number of byproducts, the, the number of um, positive side effects that are going to come because of steadied metabolism, you know, lower glucose spikes, I, man, the world is going to blow up with the goodness that's going to come from this product line. It's just, I don't know. I, I'm so, so excited. So bring it on. That's my one little tidbit for you today. So Tiff, what's been on your heart or mind lately? Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, I, uh, well, I think some of that is that one of the things I'm really aware of that we don't always talk about, but I think it's important to normalize is the discomfort that can come up with when we're making a lot of change in our lives. 
right? And just facing some of that where even though at times where it's the very things we wanted or have hoped or vision boarded for, and then they're here and like the discomfort of that, right? It's like, oh my goodness. And how we handle our discomfort. And I'm aware of this, like if I'm coaching anybody else and can see, it's like a lot of times, you know, people hire me to say, I'm ready to grow my business. I'm ready to double my sales. I'm ready to rank advance, you know, and they want the outcome. But as we start to make change, you face off with discomfort, right? You're getting out of sight. We'd say your comfort zone often, and you're, you're leaving the familiar, right? For growth, because growth and comfort don't tend to hang out together. And so I'm just reminded of that myself as living that in live time. And so sometimes it's easier to coach it in someone else, right, Andy? It's like, oh, hey, you know, and we hold the space for somebody else or working through those things. But I think it's just to normalize that is because what happens if we're not conscious of that, when we have our fears or our nerves come up or we're feeling stretched, we tend to want to retreat right? We're going to like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I'm going to wait until I feel more comfortable. I'm going to get ready 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 to change because our emotional framework is maybe being stretched and pushed a bit. And so the discomfort that comes with growth is so normal, right? And sometimes we misinterpret that. There's this great quote, Young Pueblo said this, I'll let me just pull this up and read this. Um, I posted this recently, but he said this, he says, what's meant for you will sometimes feel scary, risky, and new. Easy and calm doesn't always mean you're going the right way. The biggest rewards usually come from having the guts and perseverance to create your own path. And that for me is so valuable because as someone who really, you know, of course I love peace and I love to feel the Holy spirit. And I love to feel this, oh, you know, this sense of, don't we all want that inner peace and that calm. And you can still have that in the midst of all the change. I've found that to be true too, is the need for stillness and the need for really dropping into my spiritual reserves when I'm in growth mode right? Like what helps you get connected spiritually to your higher power, higher purpose, and to really nourish that, right? And so for me, I think normalizing discomfort, because what can happen without being conscious of that is we are at the basic level, we're still animals, right? To some degree or another, like our reptilian brain is very animalistic of just basic self-preservation, fight or flight or freeze, right? We don't always talk about the freeze, but like sometimes when fear comes up, the fear is, oh my gosh, you know, we, we fight, we flight, we want to get away from it, or we even freeze in it. And so it's so true that, you know, it's like, gosh, just knowing that, that side of things. And when we know that it's almost to me, it's like, we take the fear by the hand and I like to say, do it scared right? You might still be afraid. It's just like, for me, I really living here in Utah, I enjoy snow skiing and snowboarding and all of that. But sometimes it's like getting on and off in the beginning, when you're first learning to ski, getting on and off a chairlift can feel a little bit intimidating, right? Because your legs are like strapped into these slices of wood or one big slab of wood, a snowboard. And 
you're kind of nervous, right? And so you have to work towards something. So sometimes it's like, all right, fear, we're going to get on this chairlift or all right, fear, we're going to get on that airplane or going to get on that stage or click publish or pick up the phone and call our chicken list as we call that sometimes, or, you know, put ourselves out there and do the things that they stretch us. And so for me, I'm, I'm walking with that very intimately right now, right. And just being very transparent of like getting married here in a couple of weeks. And as much as like, I love this man and I have confidence in him and I've had deep spiritual, rich peace and connection. And that's what gives me roots, but my ego conscious brain also still feels fear at times, right? It's like, I got married and divorced in my life past experience. So some of that, I think the body keeps score where it's like, what are you doing? You're going to get married. Uh, that's like running into a burning building. Are you sure you want to do that? Right. And it's like, wait, what's going on? It's okay. But just facing the change, right. And the like, Hey, I'm going to be, I'm the vulnerabilities and, and all of those things that come up. I just see it over and over again, when I'm going to, you know, grow my business and put myself out there at launch for that. You probably all feel that too, is just understanding that the discomfort is so normal. Does that make sense, guys? Like, because if we're not conscious about it, you will just re respond, you know, subconsciously or your animalistic brain will just simply take over and you go, oh, I'm feeling afraid. This must be wrong for me. Now, I'm not talking about the, the still small voice because sometimes there's clarity. I've had times of a clear knowing like this isn't right or I need to change paths and it, but it's peaceful. But when you have all that angst and that nerves and the, oh my gosh, to me, that's not God's voice, right? And learning for me, that's ongoing work, right? And discerning of that, but just knowing that sometimes, if anything, sometimes the fear or the discomfort is confirmation for me that I'm moving in the favor of growth. I'm moving in the, in the direction of growth. And therefore I'm feeling the pains or discomfort that can come with that because it's new, it's unfamiliar right? Where it's just like, oh goodness, feeling all of those feelings that come up with change and whether it's moving homes or it's, you know, growing your business, it's being in a relationship, getting out of a relationship, right? Like all the various life changes we can be going through. It's, I think that to me really matters that we normalize more so discomfort. Cause sometimes what we see is in the motivational space or even spiritual space is like, oh, well, it's like, I'm, it's this just great thing. And it's all peaceful. It's like, Andy, how many times have you felt unrest in the last few years, building a beautiful home and moving into that home? Oh my goodness. How many yeah, times have you been stressed out of your mind or like, have we done the right thing? Yeah. Natalie was just telling someone the other day that like compared to like Max's accident or Leo being born you know, at 29 weeks, uh, those things were nothing compared to this house build, like just the level of constant intensity and weight. It's yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't count the number of times. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to normalize it because I think that again, it's our interpretation of it where sometimes it's like, oh boy, I love Marie put this here. This is another quote that I really like as well from Brianna West that I've read many times where she says, 
Remember that the minute you take your step into the life of your dreams, the first to greet you there will be fear. Nod and, and keep walking. Like I see you and we're moving forward, right? It's just knowing that that's when we know that it equips us with like, okay, versus, oh, wait, I'm going to stop. I'm going to freeze. I'm going to sit. I'm going to pull back. Once I'm more comfortable, then I'll really go for it. And doTERRA, I see it all the time coaching anyone in doTERRA. They say, oh, and they start moving forward. And then the fear or nerves come up and we, we condition and work through that. It's so common though. And if we don't, if someone isn't conscious of that often, they feel it and then they retreat right? They get distracted or they think, oh, maybe it's a sign. Maybe it's like, oh, versus like, no, you're growing. You're in growth mode. When, one other thing that's helped me for years is that as kind of a steady, a steadying thought is I choose from love, not from fear. And so when I'm faced with choices and decisions, what does my higher self, what is my goddess self choose what does love choose in essence versus fear right and i'm not talking because sometimes into intuition is different intuition or holy spirit but it's dropping into knowing that right but letting fear how often is fear calling your shots think about that y'all because honestly when people i'll say this if this is in my formal keynote if we were on a stage together you know um you know, or in a large conference room, you'd see this pop up that I would say in all my years of training and being a, a corporate trainer for years for Franklin Covey and Jack Kenfield and Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, I worked for these massive million, multi-million dollar brands when I was in corporate. And then when I went out on my own and the combination of those being on my own 12 years and for them, eight years, like 20 years now, this training development world I'm just conscious of when you observe like human behavior and how we navigate things. There's so many things, right? When we study success and we go, what helps create success? Or Tony Robbins says success leaves clues, right? And we look at success like a recipe or like Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles. And you go, okay, yeah, you look at, oh, I need goals to be successful. Yes. And time management and, you know, these habits and productivity and and reading and communication skills and, you know, all of these various influences for success, for sure. But if I had to literally say in, in 20 years of experience of coaching and training and observing human behavior, I literally would say my number one thing for you to focus on is looking at how do I handle my discomfort when it comes up, not if it comes up, when it comes up. When you hit your comfort zone, I've watched so many salespeople or, or leaders over the years, it's like they hit their financial comfort zone. And then it's like, boom, they, they readjust themselves like a temperature in a house. They're not used to making 10 grand a month, let alone 20, 30 or 40 or 50 or beyond. It's like, whoa. And so one of the things that's right here on my desk, this is from me on a stage speaking for Dave Ramsey's group. This was in Dallas, Texas, and I just keep this right in front of my own self. I don't know if I moved that too fast, but the question that's on that slide behind me on that stage says, am I willing to be uncomfortable to have the results that I want? Am I willing to be uncomfortable to have the results that I want? 
And that, that's what I call my million dollar question for each of you, but also for myself is the willingness to face our discomfort and how do you handle it, right? And becoming conscious about it and to develop maybe your own little toolbox that says, okay, these are my self-soothing tools. Here's questions I love, songs or prayer, meditation, certain oils that I go to, right? Like Shelly's talking about, you know, when she really wants to ground herself when her fears come up and how grounding, right? But the, to develop tools where you go, okay, this is how I self-soothe when my fears come up because self-soothing is does matter that it helps us, right? Those are tools. But I just, again, when, when you ask me and that's just dropping right into real talk and what's up for me is like navigating the fears that come up with change or come up with, you know, when we're in growth mode, the discomfort and to be conscious about that versus just letting again my reptilian brain which is like yeah no uh uh, -uh. I ain't doing that forget it you know it's like totally <laughs> so those are some thoughts anything you that. want to add to that around uh how you I mean I know you live this in your own life I'm just asking you to reflect on it but I you know you also coach your leaders through this stuff regularly even if we're using different language we're working through the same process no, I just love that image <clears throat> that you have about um, just stopping when we're, when we're feeling that fear, when the gut instinct is to, you know, turn and run, um, just stopping and having a little conversation with that discomfort, with the fear. Um, and, I, and I love that um, image that you shared um, about sitting down and, and just having a, a cup of tea, right? With your, with your fears. Um, that's such a powerful concept. Mm -hmm. And it's just so, it seems so simple, but um, it's such a huge and important shift to not uh, be in fear and not like not to not run, you know, to, to, try to manage that instinct to, to fight or flight and to just say, um, what are you here to teach me? Mm -hmm. and, and let's, let's have this conversation um, and, and let's grow from it. Um, so I just love, uh, love that image. We, we still need to make that poster sometime or postcard of, of um, or maybe we make a t-shirt should I make a t-shirt? Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Let me grab it. I'm going to, um, give me two seconds. I, I know right where it is. The image you're talking about, the consult, like having tea with the fear. Yeah, it's so, so powerful. But I just think, you know, um, and, and most of you have probably found this in your uh, most important relationships, um, that when things get hard, um, when, when there's a, an instinct to cut and run, um, if we'll just get quiet and still and present and say, okay, what is this here to teach me? You know, what, what, what is there to gain from this current experience? Oh my goodness, the depths, the vulnerability, the power, the breakthrough that's, that's there waiting for us if we'll just sit with it instead of running. 
Mm. You know, it's yeah. So I think so you found true. it. I did. So let me show you this too. Karen's saying, um, can you show me the postcard again? And so this is just simply an, an image of me on a large stage in Dallas, Texas. And it's just simply the question. Andy put it in the chat box that says, but I like to keep this in front of me, even though I teach this stuff, guess who gets to still learn it, especially be careful. I mean, I like to say that sometimes when people say, I want to do what you do. I want to have a great thriving coaching business and do all this stuff. And it's like, well, you sure about that? Because everything you teach is called what we call authenticity training. The universe is like, <laughs> oh, it's cute that you teach on this. Let's start. But you get to live it, right? Like, yeah. oh, shoot. You know, Neil Maxwell talked about something like that once recently is that sometimes we're given certain trials or things in life so we can speak authentically, right? Or we can mm -hmm. authenticity training. But this is what Andy's talking about. Let me show you how, how good and beautiful is this? Can you see it? Is it in the right frame? Yeah, it's a woman. Yeah, I love that. Sitting with fear, having tea. And it says, like he quoted, what are you here to teach me? And this comes from a woman in doTERRA. She, at the time, she went through my group coaching program, Success Academy, my eight-week main staple coaching process. And her name's Dorit. She's a love. And this really impacted her. And so she had someone, that's her, right? Draw this up for her or create that art. So this is what Andy's talking about. We should put postcards to, right? It's just sitting with it where we come from a place that rather than again, running from the fear is sit with it and say, gosh, what is it? Are you here to teach me? What's this fear or this discomfort that's coming up? Like, what's this about? And so I really love that artwork and that she created that because we've been, you know, sharing that concept for a long time, but to see someone put art to it is just beautiful. So hopefully that helps. Was this, was this that valuable for any one of you that are here live? If you're on Facebook or on our Zoom chat, give us a little feedback. I mean, is this having a resonance? Anyone else feel discomfort when you're moving towards growth or you're changing or you're mixing up your familiar space, whether that's literally your physical home to what you're creating in your business. Okay, good. Lots of yeses and me's and good. I love to hear that just because I'm like, maybe is it just me that's learning this lesson right now? Or is this showing up for anybody else? I love um, what you were just mentioning, Tiff. Um, you know, if you could guess the number of people who have said to you, Hey, can I be a coach on your team? You know, could I, mm -hmm. um, could I step in and, and work under you? Like, could I, could I share your stage? Could I, you know, like I, I remember when, when we were working in, in that space, um, there were so many people who were like, yeah, if, if you'll just, if you'll just build the funnel, can I be one of the speakers? You know, like if, if you'll just do all the marketing, like I would, I would love to be one of your, your key um, presenters. And you're like, yeah, no, that's not really how it works. <laughs> like, I know. Pipeline building <laughs> is where all the fears, that's like where all the growth comes from, right? And so to, to shortcut that and to think that somebody else, like, it's kind of like what Marie, um, what um, <clears throat> uh, Brene Brown talks about, about engineering the fear 
out of life, engineering the vulnerability out of life. It, that's kind of what I hear these people saying, right? Like, can you just do the heavy lifting for me so that I can be the, the hero of my story? Well, you're not really a hero unless you go through the things mm -hmm. facing the fear. So true. <clears throat> that's, that's, that's the thing is that, you know, in anyone's business, like where most people, the, the challenge can come is in the marketing, right? It's in the, sh because really what marketing is, is putting yourself out there and you feel vulnerable, right? That's marketing. You're, whether you make phone calls, you share social content, you know, you put an event together, uh, share your webinar, you know, it's just this awareness that it's part of why you're like, oh, because see, when I ask people if, if we were in a room, like if we were workshopping this together and we'd let's workshop it here in lifetime, if I were to ask you right now, let's do this in lifetime. So if you're lifetime, I want you to put a comment in the chat box, what I'm about to share with you or in the comment section on Facebook live. Where would you currently write when it comes to sales, right? When it comes to sales or selling, making the calls, asking for the money, asking people to enroll, sign up on a scale of one to 10, 10 feels really solid and comfortable. One feels really uh, pretty shaky. One to 10, just drop and ask intuitively. How comfortable or confident do you currently feel when it comes to sales or selling? Asking for the enrollment, asking for the money, right? Putting yourself out there. What would you rate? Okay, four, two, three, five, eight, six, five, three, lots of numbers. Four, five, six, four. Okay, good stuff, right? A mix, right? Seeing threes to sevens typically somewhere in, in there. Good, so it's just awareness. It doesn't have anything to do with your worth or value. It's just your feeling state when you're taking a pulse to this in your body. Now what I'd like you to look at or to share with me when it comes to doTERRA and what these products have brought to your life, right? When you think about even a bottle of lavender, peppermint, frankincense, right? Like, oh gosh, how confident are you in the quality of doTERRA's products? Same thing from a scale of one to 10. How confident are you that these products genuinely can help improve the quality of someone's life? Right. We're not saying it's a cure all that it's the only thing, but genuinely has a positive, significant influence in someone's life. Where would you rate that? The average score I'm seeing is 11. Yeah. <laughs> tens, 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 10 plus and beyond. So see now tell me where's the disconnect between those two numbers coming in at a four of selling it and sharing it to your confidence in the product that you're representing to genuinely help bless someone else's life. It's not even about you. It's like this truly can this bless someone's life. Where's the disconnect? We're in full on coach mode this morning, aren't we? Right? Yeah. The disconnect, right? Like what, what happens there? Like why, why in myself am I feeling this? Like I'm so passionate and have such confidence in what I'm representing, but sharing with other people, right? Of course, because you get into some of that fear, like Gwen saying is what will other people think of me? 
uh, my confidence in me says Karen, right? And it's like the this overwhelm or things like that. And we get into this place where all of a sudden, you know what comes in the in the difference? It's fear. Right? The fear. Because when you say I'm lacking self-confidence, there's some you're acknowledging that you feel a gap, right? Not your self-worth, your confidence, but a lot of that. Because if we're it's like, I'm just sharing this beautiful gift with other people. Whether they say yes or no, it's about them. They say yes, that's about them. If they say no, that's about them. My role is simply to share the good news, to make the invitation. Do you want to try this? Do you want this will help your life? And if they say no, but the challenge is, is your fear is even bigger is we've all been told no. And we lived right through it. Think about that. We've all, because again, the fear is, well, fear of rejection, right? When we say, what are the fear? Well, fear of failure, fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. Even the fear of success has everything to do with what will other people think of me? Will they judge me? Will my family still love and accept me? The fear of success is still about other people. Most of your fears have everything to do, not all. We're not talking about primal instinctual fear. There's a tiger, you're in the jungle, it's 10 feet away and you're like, mm, I'm someone's lunch. This is not good. We're talking about almost all your fear is social fear. Think about this. This is like, you guys, this is what the work we're doing today. If you're really getting this, is game-changing. And it's just like, wow, is how often what's holding me back from selling, I'm at a four, a five, or even a seven, but I have great, strong confidence in this product. It will bless someone's life is somewhere in there. It's like, Ooh, am I going to get it wrong? How a lot of what you're afraid of is, has everything to do with image management. You're trying to maintain an image. It's like, Oh, I don't want to be seen as salesy or pushy or they're going to think I only care about them as a friend for their money or what about this? And what about that? One of the fastest ways to neutralize this fear is to come into deep purpose of service. And it's just making it about service. And if they say yes, great. It's about them. If they say no, great. Or if even if they say no, and it's for right now, but this, my loves is like thinking about this from a a deeper level is I saw like all tens light up my screen when it comes to your confidence in doTERRA and your confidence that these products will genuinely help other people improve the quality of their life. Yes, Andy, my role is simply, it is that simple guys, is to share the good news and be an inviter, be an inclusive person. I'm gonna invite you to the party. I'm gonna invite you to these products they say, yes, great. They say, no, great. They say, send me more information or I want to learn more or can I try it? Fine. That, you know, we just move in that direction. And so anyway, this is such a rich, like, I think our, our I feel like we're going to set this call on fire right now, right? Is because we're just having truth talk. Anyone else feeling that? And you just go, oh, and the awareness from looking at the two from my confidence in sales and the other is we go, oh, let's close the gap. Let's work on it. I don't have to be a perfect 10, but man, I'm going to move myself from a five to a six or a seven or from a seven to an eight or a nine. I'm going to keep progressing. I'm going to keep consulting with that fear and then taking that fear by the hand and we move forward.
And we face those fears. So even if your voice shakes a little or your knees are a little bit, you know, they're like shaky a little bit. I mean, Andy, remember, I mean, our early days in doing big share success events, there were times like before we went on stage and we were like, woof, the nerves are here. The fears are here. I still remember some of the dances that you would do to release the, the, you know, just all the fears and anxieties. Like it's, it's still real. Like every yeah. time we get on a stage, there's still the, the butterflies and the feels. and Because it's a form of real. vulnerability, right? It's like you put yourself mm-hmm. out there. It's just like here right now, like, you know, between our Zoom and Facebook, you know, let's say there's 75 of you here right now. Right now, there are 75 opinions of, of me happening simultaneously. And some of us are like, oh my gosh, me and this redhead, we are besties for life. I'm sliding in her Instagram DMs. We're, I'm going to like, we're going to get smoothies when I'm in town for convention. I'm going to at least ask her that, like, we're going to be besties. She and I and bath bombs and peanut butter cups and essential oils for life. Right. And then some of you might be like, you know, Tiff really should have put, got, you know, a self tan, a mist on tan before, you know, she's, she's looking kind of fair and, and, you know, white pasty a little bit, you know, it's like. The point is why I say that, loveys, is I can't control your perception of me. I can't image manage that. I can do the best I can do to say, I'm showing up with intention to serve this group. That's what I can do. And I can make the offer and I can share and we can coach and we can question dialogue, but I can't control how you perceive me. I can only control how I show up. And so I'm just inviting you all to drop into that for yourself is like, how do I want to show up? What kind of impact do I want to make? Because we spend so much time like, what's everyone think of me? What's everyone think of me? No one's thinking of you because they're all thinking about themselves anyway, doing the same loop. They're not. And so you just get to be this gracious host that's like, can I invite you into the good news? Invite, 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 invite. They say yes or no, not on you. Your job is like, who am I going to be? How am I going to show up on the planet? How am I going to show up? And what am I going to use my life and my mouth, my words, my hands, and my time for? And I want to be about good things. And doTERRA is about good things. There's other good things too, but man, it is good. So anyway, yeah, we're in church at this point. Like we've activated the preachers here, but it just, I bring you home to that is because I feel you. And that's why at times I still get the, you know, I spoke on a large stage, you know, a week ago. 300 people in a room and you're like, whoa. And you know, those little butterflies come up because it's, I get it. So I have empathy with you, but how do you handle your discomfort when it comes up? Is I now I'm familiar enough where even if it's like, okay, even though I still maybe want to bolt and run where I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about this. We go, okay. We breathe through it. How do you handle your discomfort, discomfort and, and our, are you willing to be uncomfortable to have the results that you want? So every one of you that says, Tiff, I want to go gold. I want to go, you know, silver. I want to go diamond. Love it. Are you willing to be uncomfortable? That doesn't mean the whole thing is miserable. It just means you will face off with discomfort at times. It's part of it. So as much as when some of you come to convention and you're going to come to this gorgeous home at the Goddard's and come be part of that, if you happen to, you know, be part in, in on any of that, just know like, I've seen behind the scenes at times, like the discomfort that's come from like birthing this big vision. 
So it's just one of these things that we go, okay, we come back to. Now, can we take this just one little step further and then we can transition into, looks like we have someone that wants to coach with us and I'd love to do that. Would you please, I mean this right now, don't just hear this. Don't just hear what I'm saying. I want you to do this. I want you to take a moment and put in writing your why, your purpose, your desire to make an impact, your desire to serve other people, right? I want it in writing, put it on a three by five card, you know, somewhere like you can see it in your space. Maybe even make it out of, you know, go to Word Swag or Canva and put it as the wallpaper on the back of your phone. But your why, your desire is, I want to be a great inv inviter, right? I only need to share the good news and make the invitation. I'm showing up to serve. Use me, God, use me. Whatever language works for you, but capture your why, your purpose in writing, and then put it either somewhere in your physical space or again, the wallpaper on your phone, see it somewhere you will see it or on your refrigerator door, somewhere you will see it regularly that just brings you back to, we're here to make an impact. We're here to serve. We're here to add value. How people think and feel about us is not our business. Your business is to rise up and to show up that you're like, I want to make a positive contribution. That's your work to do. Them saying yes or no is not your work. Your work is the self-mastery that says, I want to be more. I want to show up. I want to give. I want to bless. And that is joyful for me. And I assume it's joyful for you too. And when I stay out of all the, the weeds of oh, what do they think of me? And what about this? And did I say that right? And what if, and what if, what if it's like, uh-huh, show up. Consistency matters way more. It, it, it's not even an, it's not even the same category. Consistency matters. It's, it's the overarching influence, not perfection. Having the perfect, everything's perfect, perfect, perfect. A, it's not even real, but what matters is you're willing to grow and your willingness to apply it and work on it and progress it. So there's church Amen. for you today. Amen and hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. We need I, that on a t-shirt, just amen, right? It's like, amen. I also need to get an organ track that just plays in the background, you know, like some what track? organ, you know, like the, when you go to some of those churches where they, they always have organ music. Oh yeah. Going in the background. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I don't know how to play the organ, so that's not going to be in my corner today, but you know. I'll find a YouTube video for next time. Okay, right you background. got it. Except I would rather have more like some worship praise music that has a little more, get up, I, I would like to get away from the organ and a little more like, you know, give us okay. some energy, you know? All right. The same. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Good stuff, <laughs> you guys. No, but thank you for being so engaging and- because this is, again, where it's like, we're here, let's like, we're having real talk today and let's apply it, right? Yeah, good stuff. A to the man. Well, I think Bonnie was um, wanting to come on and ask a question. So Bonnie, if you're still with us, we'd love to hear what's up for you. So first of all, I just love these calls. Thank you for doing these every week. Um, we get these published out to our team so they can jump on. So first and foremost, thank you for that. Um, I have an issue. So like I've lost 300 pounds with doTERRA completely naturally. And 
This what? name. Y'all hear this? <laughs> 300, not 30, 300 pounds. Yes, over 300 pounds. And, and I'm actually the name in Hallelujah. Andy, where's the music? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear some preach praise on that. So, like 300 pounds, people. Okay, so that is my my hang up is I got I got on the Meta Power um, on the 15th and sit just since like the first week I didn't lose anything, but since the 24th I've lost eight pounds. So, and that's just using the collagen product. Um, and I have to say that I have never felt better. Like I have bad knees I've, and, and I know that losing, losing the weight, I've, I wrecked my metabolism. And so I am really hopeful for the whole system. My question is, moving past the fear, I have this beautiful team that I'm building. Um, the first couple of years I came to convention by myself. Last year, I brought one person with me. This year, I'm bringing eight. Um, yes. I, you know, I, am I confident in sales? Like you asked, yeah, I'm a confident salesperson because I've been doing that for years. That's what my background is. I am confident in doTERRA, like 110%. I mean, it, it's done amazing things in my life. Sometimes I just, it's very difficult. I look around and go, who am I to tell somebody that this is what they need to do? Yes, I've lost the weight. Yes, we're managing our autistic twins with completely naturally, um, no pharmaceuticals, and they're, they're 14 now. Um, but I still have that fear. I still have that fear of who am I? Because I don't have a bunch of letters after my name. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, I'm a, you know, I'm a mom and a wife and a woman who's been out here doing the best I can with the tools that God has given me on, you know, on a daily basis. But sometimes I have issues with, with who am I to tell this other person that this is going to work for them? Hmm. Bonnie, where do you live? I live in upstate South Carolina, a little tiny town called Kings Creek. It's not even on the map anymore. Yeah. You get on an airplane and you get in my living room immediately. I'm well, I'm gonna be in the <laughs> I'm gonna be in the Goddard's living room. Okay. Uh, the Saturday, what is that, the 17th, I guess? Yeah, that. I'll see you there. But here's the thing, Bonnie. You and Jennifer too. I don't know, Jennifer, your last name, but my goodness. You all get into my, my home right now. Like you just come on over right this instant because <laughs> Bonnie, are you even kidding me right now? No, I'm not kidding you. I have a beautiful before picture that, and, and I've got fabulous upline that have been my support. My A1C went from over 19 to 4.6. They mm -hmm. reversed type two diabetes. I'm off of 33 pills. I'm mm -hmm. off of four insulin injections. Mm -hmm. um, I literally was at death's door when I mm -hmm. met doTERRA. Uh-huh. You're not on camera right now, so you can't really see me, can you? No, I can see you. You just okay. can't see me. My internet won't support, I, I have awful internet in the country. So it's yeah. either watch the Zoom or yeah, I, that's why my camera's yeah. off. Bonnie. Bonnie.
Bonnie, are you even kidding me right now? <laughs> like Andy with that organ music, I freaking love you. <laughs> I mean, I get it because again, you're human and you're going through it, but sister, like you have a mission. I feel it. I feel the yes. mission. I mean, I pray before I leave my house every day and I tell my girls this, I tell my team this too. All I do, I just say a little prayer. It's like, dear Lord, give me the words that people need to hear. If somebody needs a message, just put the words in my mouth. I mean, yes, I have a daily goal. I'm, I'm silver. I want to be presidential. Um, Bonnie, we got to open your mouth because your mouth has presidential in it. (laughs) Girlfriend, I'm serious. Like, can I say it in this way? And it's going to sting a little bit. Go ahead. You ready for this? Take a deep breath. You not okay. sharing is so stingy on your part. Okay. I told you it's going to sting. I got a Southern girl on the line, so I got my Southern girl out. But here's the thing, this like, in all sincerity, it's like you are sharing. So keep awesome. You are sharing. You're silver already, which is incredible. But Bonnie, literally, like when you just said out of your mouth, I was on death's door. Diabetes was knocking, right? And all the issues that then brings into someone's life. You lost the equivalent of two human beings off your body. Yeah, I weighed over. I, and, and I started at a normal weight. I've in an eight-year period, I had 29 surgeries and procedures. I had two cancers that were resolved surgically. Uh, my appendix burst. Um, the big thing was uh, I had a bleeding ulcer that I didn't know about, and I bled out internally and died three times in one night. So when the when the ambulance took me out of the house, um, my my kids and my husband didn't know if they would see me alive. They lost me. They got me back in the ambulance. They lost me again. They got me back in the ER. They lost me again. They got me back. And I woke up four days later in intensive care. And that, that was the, that was the big, the big to do because when I finally got transferred out of intensive care, a nurse asked me, she said, honey, can you even walk? And I was like, what do you mean? Can I walk? Of course I can walk. And she said, well, baby, people your size, they can't walk. And so I need to ask if you're a fall risk or not getting up to go to the bathroom. And I was like, of course I can get up and go to the bathroom. I had no idea how much weight I had gained and what that looked like, mm. you know, because I was doing my thing, being a mom and trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And I took a selfie that was, you know, I, this 2016, I took a selfie and I was like, holy crap, how did I get so big? Mm. And I decided it was a conscious decision. I was going to live. My husband needed a wife. My children needed their mother. I was going to live. Yeah. And, and, and I, you have to decide, you have to decide on a daily basis. You can't say, oh, I want to be happy. You have to say every day, I am happy. It is a choice. You can, God, I mean, things and circumstances happen. There's a lot of things in my life, you know, that I could look at and say, well, I can't do it because of this. Oh, I can't build because I have autistic twins. Oh, I can't help because I had to take care of my parents for three years. You know, 2019, I came back on fire 
I lost my dad 10 days later. Hmm. Complete shock. My dad wasn't sick. My dad, my dad passed away in his sleep and I was the one that found his body. I could have let that stop me. I was a daddy's girl, but you know, I, we dug in and we took care of my mom who had dementia. And then we lost mom in 2020. I could have used that. I could have let it stop me. I could use the fact that I live in a tiny town in the middle of nowhere. I could use that to stop me, but I haven't, you know, no, I haven't grown as fast as I would like to grow, but I have beautiful women and men on my team. I've got very passionate people. And I was blessed that somewhere, somehow I got the attention of somebody at at doTERRA and you know I went to a a Lee Stedevee thing in April came back from that and I won silver games for May June I won silver games for North America um and then that there was another thing tied to that so I ended I was blessed and doTERRA paid for me to come to the diamond retreat and they paid for my my suite for the week Hmm. And, and I won the sample and the shaker bottle. I don't know if y'all were at diamond retreat, but that was me. Um, and I came home and doTERRA showed up. I mean, we planned it, obviously we planned this, but doTERRA came August 19th for my team in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And, you know, I had Blake Garrett and Ruby here. Um, they spoke at my event on August 19th, my blue diamond, who both y'all know, Stephanie Scoville, was flew in for that and and some other upline flew in and and I had a doTERRA sponsored event here in Mm. little South Carolina yeah right and I've been at no I I, I, let me finish and I've been asked to speak October 8th at the post-convention tour all of that and my brain still cannot wrap around that that it's okay to open my mouth and talk Mm mm-hmm Well, one thing I appreciate so much, you're just normalizing that, that even with this incredible testimony, this huge story, I hope you're, you're watching the chat box. There's a couple people that are dropping their numbers. They would like to connect with you. If you want to scroll back through that, um, if you want to snapshot it or something and after her, or people can maybe find you on Facebook or are you on Facebook, Bonnie? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on Facebook under my name, everybody. It's Bonnie B-O-N-N-I middle initial J last name Lee L E E. Yeah. Y'all track her down. So, um, if in case she doesn't see all of the things in the chat box, but this is so inspiring and it just reinforces what we've been talking about all morning, which is when discomfort shows up, when fear shows up, your fear just shows up in the voice. Like many of you can relate to is who am I to share? Right. And what about this and that? And I think Bonnie, it matters that you you know, again, that you continue like the rest of us to say, I'm on a mission. I'm on a purpose. It's not about you, right? When you say, who am I to? Yeah, it's not about you. It's about purpose and purpose is bigger than fear. When y'all's purpose is bigger than your fear, it's, you're going to be on fire. You're powerful because purpose is driving the show, not you. It's like you and your higher power, you and God get connected and you you're out there and you're already blessing people, Bonnie. So I acknowledge you. I see you. You're already doing the work. I'm so glad you have eight people coming with you to convention and that you're coming out for that. I'm so looking forward to meeting you in person. Can't wait to hug you in, in live time. And it's also the reminder that literally when I said what I said is 
presidential simply in your mouth. And that means you open your mouth more. And presidential will simply be an acknowledgement of how many people you've served that you've given hope to. You're all hope dealers. Do you get that? Like you're a hope dealer that you give people tools and resources that help them on their health journey, that help them physically, emotionally, financially, and that you're just on a purpose. And so anytime all those fears come up, how do I look? How do I sound? Who am I to be? Am I an imposter? I don't eat perfectly. I'm not like, you know, having green smoothies, three days, three meals a day. I'm sometimes still having pizza. That's me. I'm just calling myself out. P.S. Everyone, you know, it's like, I'm going to have pizza sometimes still guys, cheeseburger and fries. It's going to happen. Right. It's called balance. And I'm going to eat healthy most of the time. But the point is all that imposter syndrome, all the stuff we want to give language to is that we come back to is like, Hey, I'm on a purpose. I'm on a mission to help bless other people's lives. There is no formula for that. We just have to practice. Part of my issue is because I've lost all this weight guys. And, and I've cleaned up my, I've cleaned up my health considerably, but I'm still a big girl. I'm still a big girl. I still have to lose a hundred pounds. And so I've lost all this weight and I know I have a hundred pounds to lose. And I'm not, I tell everybody, I'm not a before and after I'm a work in progress. God's not done with me. And, and I think it's because I'm not a before and after, you know? And then I realized that my biggest thing is I am always comparing myself to somebody else and not comparing myself to myself, which is what I tell other people to do. Don't use other people as a benchmark because you'll never be happy when you measure yourself against somebody else. You need to measure yourself against against yourself. So if I if I use me as my own yardstick, oh my gosh, I've done all this great stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself, it's okay to be happy right mm-hmm. where I'm at, even though I'm not where I want to be. Here's the thing, like you're right where you, you know, again, you've made so much progress and that's what we celebrate. It's not about perfect. Cause here's the thing I guarantee you, not just like, I think maybe I know even, even let's say, imagine you lost this other hundred pounds. You're still going to face off with some of these feelings, right? Just like Andy, when you guys went presidential and then double diamond and double blue diamond, do you still face off with at time fears or stress or challenges or those things, they still can come up. And so what matters is you're moving forward. Again, all of you, all of you, you write your purpose in writing, put it somewhere, you're gonna see it regularly. This is bigger than any one of us individually. It's about being part of something where you're offering the good, the hope, the light to other people. And that you are like, hey, I'm willing to show up for myself and for others and helping them with their, their progress. Andy, anything I want you to weigh in on this. Mm. <laughs> weigh in. <laughs> so good. Weigh Thank in. you, Bonnie. Thank you, Bonnie, for showing up and, and totally. just showing us, um, even with these miraculous results, the, the doubts, the fears, they, they keep showing up. They're still here to teach you something. I just want to, um, this year, we, you know, I did a deeper dive on the, the Old Testament and the story of Moses still just hits me at such a core level. Mm-hmm. Um, 
here's a guy who has seen um, how many miracles, like just the fact that he's alive is a miracle. And um, anyways, he's he, he goes through so much drama and and then God calls him to do something really big and really hard. And what does he say? He says, who am I? Mm. Who am I to set my people free? Who am I to go up against the Pharaoh? Who am I to, to speak freedom over an entire, you know, millions of people, right? Who am I? And what is God's singular message to Moses? It's not about you. It never was, and it never will be. Just because I asked you to do a couple of things, a couple of actions, doesn't mean that it's about you. And so I love everything that you've shared, Tiff, about <clears throat> getting out of the way, putting our purpose over our fears, because that's, that's the game right there is getting out of the way of, of God's work and simply doing the thing, right? Like just showing up, putting on our uniform and, and, and saying, like, like you always say, God use me. And he does, and he will. He always has, and he always will. And just like Moses, um, like, he might've had a stuttering problem. Like he, he clearly had doubts about his ability to speak. Um, but there's, there's some apocrypha that says that maybe he burned his tongue on a coal as a child. And so he literally had a serious speech impediment. But what was God's response to that? I made your mouth. Mm. Like I have got this. So stop making it about you. And so that's our invitation, you know, to keep showing up imperfectly as we are so, so far from perfection and still being allowed, you know, still allowing God to use us. Mm. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. And Bonnie, thank you again. And I just get for all of us being here together, this has been such a sweet real sacred meeting right like when i think about what's happened here i mean do we need to keep meeting after i mean we can just replay this one maybe a few times we won't be here next wednesday because we'll be part of convention and andy and natalie's training around emotions and so hope you're coming out to that live or live stream joining us there um but this is powerful and bonnie hopefully that helps it's just a little bit of nourishment in the bucket, right? Is you're still going to have those feelings come up, but hopefully you have some grounding practices and get anchored heavily to that purpose and purpose and prayer for me go hand in hand, right? Regularly coming back to prayer and, and activating that purpose and setting those intentions, which is to me prayer, right? And working on that. So my loves, we love and adore all of you so much. Please keep coming to our share this session and inviting your friends or your team members. We'd love to have them here. But Bonnie, hopefully, does that at least help that what you're working on is so normal? What you're absolutely is so normal. And I'm so proud of you for who you are already. Like <laughs> where you're who you are is already enough, sis. And there's so much good that you've done and that you'll keep doing. And I mean that for all of you. All of you are on this journey. What matters is like, I'm going to love a little more today. I'm going to reach out today. I'm going to share. I'm going to move the needle 
some way, somehow today to deposit in someone else. Let's all take that intention away from this meeting today. Sound good? I love it. Thanks right. all for joining us. We'll see, see, you the motion. see you at the training. Okay. See you then. Oh, wow. What a great session. Mr. Goddard, love this. Yes. Send us out with some good music. <laughs> We've been to church. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you in two weeks.